breaking news from The Athletic. This is Michael Beller and Jake Seeley with some breaking news at The Athletic. Le'Veon Bell has signed an incentive-laden one-year deal with the Kansas City Chiefs just 48 hours ago. This guy was liking tweets as a member of the New York Jets about how he was being misused, and now he finds himself in one of the most potent offensive attacks in football. Jake and I are here to talk about this from a fantasy perspective. So Jake, I put the question to you first. Of course, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, a couple of months ago, people were ready to make him a mid-first round pick. Hasn't quite lived up to that billing with a ton of volume, and now he welcomes in Le'Veon Bell. What's your read on this situation now in the Kansas City backfield? Yeah, I'd say the best case scenario, well, for a couple things. Sorry to everybody out there who has Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, including myself. <laughs> yep. It's the last thing we wanted to see happen. This is the last place we want him to go. Uh, but the truth is, is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, for what you said at the top, he wasn't providing the first-round value like a lot of people expected, mostly just because he's struggling in the short yards. But if you look at who Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is, Look at the size of him. He wasn't supposed... I don't understand what Aaron Reed was doing, running him up the gut as much as he did, even at the goal line. Like, get him in space at the goal line. So I say all of that to say they talked about bringing DeAndre Washington back to the active roster. I don't remember exactly if they put him back inactive on this past Sunday, but either case, the point was is that they weren't impressed with Daryl Williams. They weren't impressed with Darwin Thompson. So this was a connection that was made. You think or would think Bell is going to be involved more than what we've seen from Andy Reid. Andy Reid has typically been 70, 80, even 90% sometimes using his main running back. But last year he showed he'll go away from that. I think he will. And I think you're going to look at, I say best case scenario, Mike, is what I put on the athletic is that we hope, we can hope, this is Eckler and Kelly for the Chargers before Eckler, Eckler got hurt, obviously. But in that range where Eckler was fringy RB1, Kelly was a fringy RB2-3, and that's what we have going forward. That's your hope. The obvious worst-case scenario is what if Bell ends up getting 60 to 70% and now Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is just a change of pace running back. Yeah, so let's take a look at this from the uh, the standpoint of someone who hopefully did not hastily cut Le'Veon Bell after the Jets released him. We were out there uh, advising you not to do that, so and pretty much everyone was. So hopefully you didn't do that. Now you've got Le'Veon Bell moving over to the Chiefs. Uh, this likely goes without saying, but he won't be suited up uh, this weekend or this Monday when the Chiefs take on the Bills. That would be the case even in a normal season, but he's ineligible because of COVID-19 protocols across the league. He's still got to pass a couple of tests there before he's able to even suit up, but have to imagine after that, he will be right out there for the Chiefs. Running back, uh, you know, run schemes are, are pretty much uh, universal across teams. You know, hit this hole, hit that hole, and, and so he could pick that up really quickly. Obviously, he's going to have to prove himself capable of uh, picking up the passing down schemes for this team as well. But a veteran like Bell, who's always been adept at that, shouldn't take him too long. So now you're looking at this for Le'Veon Bell. What is the most realistic scenario do we think here? I, I just can't see either one of these guys running away with the job at this point, right? Uh, I don't think CEH is totally going away. I don't think Bell's coming here and overpowering him. At the same time, they made this move for a reason, as you already said. So uh, are we thinking of Bell as a, I mean, can he be a double-digit touch-per-game kind of guy for the Chiefs going forward? I think he can. I think the, if I had to put my odds out there, like if you know it was a Vegas, and like what are the touches going to be? You know, the odds I think are the Eckler situation with Kelly that I brought up. I think the odds are that you still see Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the, I'd say, 12 to 16 range most weeks. 
and that you see Le'Veon Bell in the 10 to 14. So decent amount of touches. You know, you get over 20 combined between the two of them. Slight edge to Edwards Alaire. Le'Veon Bell is going to get the more value touches because he's going to be the goal line back. You would assume. Again, these are like what I'd say is the assumption, especially also because Le'Veon Bell is a better pass blocker, even though, you know, Edwards Alaire hasn't been out there a ton for the opportunities, but size alone. And Le'Veon Bell is also just a good pass blocker. So that would, uh, that would be my, I would say my highest bet. I can see a scenario where it is Bell and Edwards Alaire is mixed in as the pass option more than Darwin Thompson was, more than Daryl Williams was. And, you know, it's a 70 30. And in that case, Edwards Alaire's value is almost out the window. I mean, we were talking about flex level running back that you're hoping scores a touchdown. And then Le'Veon Bell all of a sudden is in almost the RB1 conversation. I mean, you're going to tell me Le'Veon Bell is getting 15 to 20 touches a game on the Chiefs, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden we're super excited. So I'll say one thing, Mike, and this is what I said. Look, we know then the third possible solution is that Bell is just McCoy and just barely involved. We don't even care. I don't think that that seems the least likely to me. But I will say this. If you are a trader, if you are trading out there, uh, it's also unlikely that Bell starts even practicing until next week because we had that whole situation with Freeman. You need five, what, five, six days for the Mm -hmm. testing. So this is what I said. Go try to buy low on Edwards Alaire for the panic. And when I say buy low, I would say mid to low RB2 price. And then if you have Bell, I would trade high if I'm getting high end RB2 price. So if you're only getting, you know, RB2 three value for Bell, then just hold. If you're only getting that same price for, you know, Edwards Alaire, then you definitely hold. But, you know, if you can get either or for what I was saying, then then I would make an active trade on both sides. I would try to buy low in Edwards Alaire, and I would try to sell high in Bell before we figure out what happens. Feels like they end up falling in between there, in between the extremes. Like it could be a very right. pure timeshare between these two guys. Jake, I'm going to put you on the spot. I do a lot of these shows with you. I know that you don't love having to try to project these things before you're able to run the numbers, but let's just imagine a world one week from now when we are talking about week seven rankings. Chiefs, play the Broncos. If we if this does play to the script that we expect it to play to, and again, that'll be the first time we see Le'Veon Bell in a Chiefs uniform, where would you imagine that these guys end up in your first blush rankings with them now as teammates? Uh, I would say... If we're going along, so I'm assuming we're assuming, assuming we're assuming, assuming we're <laughs> assuming the reports all the way headed up to that game doesn't clarify, right? That's right, right, right. So we're, okay. we're, we're, we're assuming a, a we're slightly still in the for dark. CH. Yeah. yeah we're st- so I would say the very first game, if it's not Denver, if it is, or if it is Denver and not mm-hmm. Buffalo, um, I would say, gosh, I'll still put Edwards Alaire around mid RB2, like RB18 kind of mm-hmm. feels about right. Uh, and Le'Veon Bell probably like RB24-ish. And that is hedging a little bit. Uh, but I, I think that's kind of where I'll land to start. I th- you know what? I-, I said Eckler and Kelly, but what even is just Justin Jackson and Kelly? Like Justin Jackson, that's actually kind of where he lands and Kelly kind of land in that same range. So I think that we expect more because it's the Chiefs. But maybe that's the floor and that's a good thing. Huge news coming out of the NFL. Le'Veon Bell joining the Chiefs. This would have been super exciting a couple years ago. You take that Le'Veon Bell, put him on this Chiefs offense. There would have been no doubt about his fantasy value. There is some doubt now joining uh, this Chiefs team with Clyde Edwards-Alaire there, but we know this is something we are going to be watching very, very closely. This might be your last chance for a 20-touch Clyde Edwards-Alaire this week. So take it while you can get it. 
Keep an eye on this Chiefs backfield and maybe get active in your league's trade market. Thanks so much for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics' new headline section for much more on this story of Le'Veon Bell joining the Kansas City Chiefs.